You are now listening to the Derek's Mega Bowl podcast. You were two and seven, you'd be in a bad mood too. It's my quarterback. You play to win the game. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Hey, I'm just here so I don't get fined. So y'all can sit here and ask me all the questions y'all want to. With your host, Derek Hubbard, Eric Barsh, and Jake Smith. They are who we thought they were, and we let them off the hook. What's up, Mega Bullers? Welcome to the Derek's Mega Bull Podcast. This is episode seven. I'm your host, Derek Hubbard. Alongside of me, as always, we have the man with the stash, Eric Barsh, and everybody's favorite lovable loser, Jake Smith. Week one is in the books, and I don't really know how to describe week one. If it was weird, if it was players underachieved I, I really don't know but we'll dive into that later we'll also talk about our power rankings we'll do the good the bad the ugly from week one and then we will also dive into week two matchups the key matchups that we feel from each division but first let's say hi to the boys eric jake how are you guys how did week one treat you terrible i don't even want to <laughs> not, be here yeah not great for me either start uh, off with the badgers losing then the Niners lose to oh. the Bears. And then to top everything off, my Mega Bowl team loses by 0.2 on, on Monday Night Football. Cortland Sutton catches a 17-yarder instead of an 18-yarder for me to lose. I mean, like That's you tough. said, he could have he had one more catch in that game for negative nine yards, and you still win. Yep. That's yep. brutal. And they, Russ missed him multiple times. It was very frustrating to watch. And I watched every snap for that game. As a Sutton owner and a Javante Williams owner, I was watching the game too. And yeah, I just don't know what to make of that wide receiver corp. Because they threw to four freaking tight ends. Yep. Why? I saw, I saw something today. It was like, I think it was three tight ends on the Seahawks team. So there was a lot of tight ends in that game that were used, but three tight ends for the Seahawks outscored Kyle Pitts each. Yeah. That's crazy. Yes. Jake, how bad you lose? I lost pretty, pretty handily. I played the team that scored the most points in, in my division. Um, I can't remember what the team name was, but uh, they scored 175 points. I, I only scored like 123 anyway. So my team was a flop. I had a couple guys, I had one guy get hurt that I think would have had more points and at least a couple guys. Did I have Dak too? I had Dak too. He got hurt. T Higgins. It, it, it wouldn't really mattered much. I don't think he scored 175 points. I don't really see a way that I was going to score that many points this week anyways. Right. There were so many teams in all of Megaball that scored, you know, less than 120 points. Some didn't even break a hundred. And when you have that many players going for you on your team, you know, it's brutal. Very brutal. I luckily had, I'm the only person in this group that took the W. Can't really brag about it because Eric scored more total points than me, but I did almost crack 160. It's not like I won scoring 120 like some people did, but I did have three players, so Mooney, Mike Williams, and Cole Komet combined for a total of six points. That's That's kind of hard to overcome, but luckily I have Patrick Mahomes. I wonder yeah. how many people yeah. won this week with a defense like I think Miami scored a lot, but then like the Steelers defense scored what twenty nine? 
Yep. Steelers. I'm, I would guess 99% of those teams won. I think if you probably had the Steelers defense or you had Mahomes, Johnson, Allen, Jefferson. Saquon. Yeah, Saquon, the odds are you probably you probably won. So yeah. all right. Let's and if, you, uh, and, and if you did have them and you lost, well then your team's really bad. Right. So I, I did play a guy who started off with Thursday night. He did have Josh Allen who dropped what thirty seven points, thirty seven points something points. And I thought I was screwed. But luckily Patrick Mahomes came in clutch. So I feel bad for you, whoever I just played. I can't remember who I played, but you probably deserve to do better than what you did. All right. So a couple of things. Uh, I talked to Patrick Donovan, the one that's working on our website. He's hoping to have the matchups so that everybody can see the matchups in each division up soon. It's just taking a lot of time. The guys put in a lot of effort and time into creating this website. So be patient. It is coming. Um, I talked about the payouts today. If you haven't looked at that, check your email. Uh, one thing is I should have wrote this in the email that I did put down $600 for marketing in that. Whatever is not used is going to be filtered back into the winnings. So let's say I have half of that money left. I will just distribute it, distribute it through each division winner. So let's say there's $300 and 10 or 10 division winners. That's going to be an additional $30 on top of that $50 that each division winner gets. So do pay attention to that $25 for the weekly high points, 50 for the winner. And then what was it? 1,400, 1,400 for nope. first place, first, yep. 1,400, then six, 600, 400, 300, 200, 100, something like that. I don't yep. know. I don't have that information. Read your email. Um, and then congrats to Tyler Thomas. You are right now the stud dog. You won week one. You scored over I think, 196, by far the most points in the league. But somebody did score last. Someone did finish, uh, let's say, I think 60 points. <laughs> but I have a special <laughs> guest that uh, sent in. He cut a promo uh, and wanted to call out this guy. Um, you know him as the 12-time world heavyweight champion, and he is a real American. Here he is. Enjoy. When it comes crashing down and it hurts inside. Listen here, brothers. I looked at all the Mega Bowl standings, and there's one man at the bottom that stood out from the rest. That man, his name is Chad Burkholder. Chad, I'm calling out you from the back. 60 points is not going to cut it on any Mega Bowl matchup. But listen here, Chad. You need to stay home. You need to say your prayers. You need to eat your vitamins because my mustache can't even handle it. Because guess what? All my Hulkamaniacs are watching you. All of the Mega Bowl is watching you because we want you to have the license plate, dude. So what you gonna do, Chad, when Hulk Hogan and all of his Hulkamaniacs and his six-inch pythons are calling out you? All right, Chad, you've been called out, man. Been called out by the man, Hulkamania. Better step your game up. A little pressure put on you. Let's dive into week two's power rankings so first up i don't know how you don't put tyler thomas number one tyler thomas is our 
week one power or week two power ranking leader, followed by Matt Schwanis, Brett or Brett Adams at three, Parker Jackering at four, Andy Miles at five, Nathan Squeak Wallenhorse at six, uh, Ryan Schilling at seven, Ben Binder, you are ranked eighth, Sean Foley at nine, and then Kevin Kamnitz rounding out the top ten. Nathan Wallenhorst, Ben Binder, and Kevin Kamnitz, if you're listening, please change your name. If you haven't noticed on the website, it says rename your team. If it is not named your first and last name, get that changed. I see a lot of people must have viewed the website today, started changing the name. So thank you to those that have done that. But if you haven't, get that done. All right, guys, you ready to do a little week one rapid fire? You bet. All right. So we're going to quickly go through each game, give you a quick take on how we felt that game. Anything important that you guys should know. Let's start with Sunday night football, Tampa Bay, Dallas. What do you guys got? Anything? Expect more Julio with the Godwin injury. I I didn't see much from, I mean, Dallas looked stinky, but Brady looked kind of stinky too. I think Dallas's defense was better than expected, but if you have Dallas players right now, I, I don't care who it is. If it's CeeDee Lamb, someone that you drafted in the second round, I'd be scared to start him. Fortnite you almost like have to, but man, it looks bad. All right, Buffalo Rams. I I, I think there's something wrong with Stafford. I don't, he didn't look good either. I mean, obviously, Josh Allen looked fantastic. The Bills are a force to be reckoned with, but Stafford sucked. Maybe I'm a little premature, but Cam Akers looks borderline droppable. They were yeah. they were talking up Kyron Williams pregame and leading up to that game because he's a good pass blocker. And I don't know if you guys saw the video out of Cam Akers and his pass blocking, but it was awful. Right. And Kyron Williams got hurt right away the first, like the first play that he played, so right. he couldn't really show anything. And, and still, Cam Akers got nothing, no touches. Right. So, I mean, who got anything except Cooper Cup, anyways? Right, and that was what I was going to say. Cooper Cup, I mean, you draft him within the top five. Maybe we were down on him. Maybe he should have been one or two. Him and Jefferson, looking at yep. it, I mean, he just, he, he's going to get peppered with targets. You can't argue it. Yeah, I mean, that's all, right. all the only person he throws to. Right. Miami, New England. Go ahead, Eric. Um, no one on the Patriots team is starter worthy. Ooh, I agree with that. Yeah, I'll say Tyreek and Jalen Waddell. Hey, they both can start in your lineups to uh, show that he can support them both. That was one of the only games I saw Belichick look lost to. Yep. It was yep. weird. It was a weird New England game. Yep. Baltimore and the Jets. Uh, the Ravens need JK. And the Jets need a quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Don't waste the uh, waiver spot on Devin DuVernay. The, the only thing that I, I took from that fantasy-wise was uh, looks like Michael Carter is going to be definitely involved with the offense this year. Right. I Even think that's yeah. there. Definitely have, somebody like, we undervalued. Reverse roles from what I thought. Because Brees Hall had 10 targets and like six carries or whatever it is. But then Michael Carter got all the carries and, well, he's still got nine targets, but still. They're, they're easing their rookie running back in. Right. But Michael, Car- Michael Carter is not going to go away. He's, he's a good ball player. No. Yep. All right. Pittsburgh, Cincinnati. 
Jake, this is all for you, man, right here. Your Higgins and Chase one. Well, Higgins got a concussion, so there really isn't much to say about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Joe Burrow will be better. Just unfortunate. He's not going to throw four interceptions every game. I agree with that. Right. And Trubisky is not the best Steelers quarterback. Yes. I, I, I think that's the number one thing you can say. They need to start picking. Trubisky's not that guy. Six turnovers that the Steelers forced, and they still barely won. Right. I, that right there tells me Trubisky is not the guy. Colts, Texans. I'll start. Damian yeah, Pierce. Damian Pierce. We need to pump the brakes on him because Rex Burkhead is still there. I think yeah. this time will come, but yeah, we need to pump the brakes on the Damian Pierce hype. Yep. Davis Mills good. I think so. I yep, think he's, he's better three. than we, we give him credit. I think he's yeah. really underrated. I agree. Yep. I think he is too. He's I mean, I think this will. He was the best rookie quarterback last year, and he's been so well through week one, the best second year quarterback this year. Look good. Yep. Jacksonville, Washington. James Robinson is the best Jags running back. Ooh. What do you think about that, Derek? Give it time. <laughs> Give it time. And Curtis Samuel, while healthy, will be heavily involved. Because Ron Rivera loves him. Had him in Carolina what? and used him a ton. And now he's what gonna... about what about rookie Dotson? He's not gonna get five Oop. targets and catch two touchdowns every game, Jake. Think it was a fluky game? I think I think, think he's gonna be good. I, I'm just saying that he had he had de- a decent workload for his first game as a yeah. rookie. I think that could go up. If I'm a scary Terry owner, I'm a little nervous. Mm-hmm. All right, here's the game I've been waiting for. Your boys, your guys' teams, 49ers, Bears. Get a new field. That's what I got out of it. <laughs> Fields didn't have any problem with the field. Just Fields chucking had ball. a lot of problem with the field. Uh, I mean, even, I mean, you're gonna see some regression, but Trey Lance, he don't he doesn't belong on a football any football field. Rain, dry, I'm so snowy. So, week one, Trey Lance plays at Chicago, has a bad game, and now everyone says, "Oh my God, did the 49ers make the right decision?" So you're I, I would me say that that's a valid question. Played in Chicago last weekend. And he played crappy. Everyone, everyone was gonna say, "Oh, Aaron Rodgers is washed up." Is that what everyone's gonna um, say? Because a one, no, they're gonna say the conditions affected everything. All right. So, well, we'll see week two. But Cole think... Komet, zero catches. Darna Mooney having a terrible game. Is that gonna happen? No. I don't take so, anything from this game. No. Nothing. No. Either side. Nothing from this game. It was terrible weather. It was throw together a last minute game plan. And I, I think that's some I think that's some bullshit because I think you should give the Bears a little credit for I, for I, for winning the game handily at the end, you know. I thought when Fields the 49ers looked, laid down and quit and right. Fields looked Bears fast. Won. He was seeing the field and I'll give them credit cuz they're playing the best running back at the end, Herbert. He's I think he's the better I thought that last year he was the better I, running back. I think yeah, if you're a David Montgomery fan, you're or you you have him on your team. Might be in trouble this year. Right. And one last thing about this game, with Eli Mitchell's going down, keep an eye on Jordan Mason. That's all I'm going to say. He was active last week. Price was inactive. 
Just keep an eye on him. Who knows? I just stay away from 49ers running backs. Right. In general. But if you're desperate, just keep an eye on him. All right. Philly, Detroit. AJ Brown's top five wide receiver this year. Ooh, you weren't on the AJ Brown chain chain before, were you? I have him in a redraft league. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, he always hurts. makes me nervous because I've had him for, I've had him two other years and I've had him in dynasty and he can never stay healthy. So I, I guess I should say if he stays healthy, he's top five wide receiver. I'm going to say having AJ Brown and the other weapons they have there. Hertz is a, he's a top five fantasy quarterback this year. Yep. I would agree. And, if he can keep this up. And something for Derek again, since this is his other boy that he likes. Jamal Williams is going to be a thorn in the side of Swift owners all year. Yeah, yeah that's they a good like point. DeAndre Eric. Swift yeah. is so freaking good. Oh, yeah, but and Williams it's... took the one-yard carries and got two touchdowns. Had Swift had that, he would have been the RB1 by far. And well on his way to my projection of my prediction of him finishing top five overall ever in a PPR. But Jamal Williams is going to steal a lot of carries and a lot of red zone targets from him. Right. When he probably shouldn't have. Shouldn't, no, but. He, he shouldn't, but. All right. Saints, Falcons. Welcome back, Michael Thomas. Yeah, he looked good. Like, he didn't just catch balls. He was, like, getting balls. And he looked only good. played, what was it, 25% of the snaps or something like that? They were but he made an impact when he was he out. He made there. a big impact at the end. He played more than that, didn't he, or no? That's what they were so. saying that before the game that he was. I'm, he he came on. He played a lot at the end, but I think at the beginning he didn't play a ton. I mean, if you're watching Red Zone, the only time you saw Saints highlights was when he was getting the ball for the most part. Right. He was open a lot that game. That Winston did not look his way because Winston was zeroed in on Jarvis Landry, which is a sad day in hell, but still. I don't know. Taysom Hill, he just never goes away. No. But as a tight end start and a guy that might get the goal on carries, looking at what tight ends did in week one, might be a good guy to stash. Yeah. Here's the one thing about him. I think I, I heard this and I can't remember exactly what it was, but he only played like six or eight snaps. Right. That was it. I think Juwan oh. Johnson played the most snaps as yeah. a tight end for them. Yep. So, Eight all right. Only a number, but ride Cordell Patterson. <laughs> Cleveland, Carolina. Oh, <laughs> it's a poopy game. Baker yeah. is the worst thing that could ever happen to DJ Moore. But maybe uh, the best for Robbie Anderson. Yes. Did that? It doesn't help McCaffrey much either. Right. No. That offensive line got killed that whole game, though. Oh, Cleveland's, I don't know. Cle- Cleveland's defensive line was in the backfield all game. I'd be nervous if I had drafted McCaffrey. I'm not yet, and I drafted him number one. I'm pissed because I would have won week one if I would have drafted Jonathan Taylor. But I just don't think he's going to be getting the numbers that you are anticipating him getting. I still think he will. We'll see. They they're, are going to have to involve him more if they want to be competitive and win. I, I know, but it, he's not Superman. Like, the the line's getting blown up and make your Baker Mayfield sucks. Like I, I mean, what are you going to do? What's he going to do? Right. right. All right. Giants Titans. 
Saquon's it, back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what else to say? Saquon, if you got him in the second round, late second round, you just stole a, a first round talent. Yeah. I, I mean, like what I was saying about McCaffrey before, Saquon didn't have shit. Like he just was making stuff out of nothing than that game. Right. Yep. And they, you need to get Kadarius Tony a plane ticket, and he needs to get the hell out of New York. He is the best player on that team, minus Barkley, and it's not even close. I, I agree. I will so also why, say why they are they aren't playing him. I have no idea. Malik Willis will be starting before we know it. Yep. I really think that. All right, Chargers and the Raiders getting towards the end. It was a weird game for um, Chargers receivers. Keenan Allen got hurt. And then uh, Josh Palmer really wasn't involved. Mike Williams get got like a catch. It just was yeah, a really... Two catches for 10 yards. Whatever. It, 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 it was just really, really weird. You know, like Keenan Allen goes down. You're anticipating those guys just blow up, but wasn't the case. Pay attention to DeAndre Carter. I know he's been in the league for like eight years, but... Yeah. They have been hyping him up all preseason, and Herbert sees to love him. He's the speedster in the middle. Pay attention to him. Might be a good waiver or free agent pickup if you're desperate. Especially if Keenan Allen misses time. The Chargers aren't going to win many games if DeAndre Carter is their answer, though. Right. Right. All right. Kansas City, Arizona. Final game. Oh, what? we got one more after this. Uh, is Casey's good, but... Is the Cardinals defense really bad? I don't think they I don't think the Cardinals are very good. And I've never yeah. trusted Kyler Murray. No, I agree. No. I, I don't think you see those I don't think you see those numbers again from KC this season. I Just also wonder scoring at will. I, I kept hearing this that oh maybe Patrick Mahomes will be a little bit more dangerous without Tyreek Hill. I mean, how do you how can you be more dangerous without a guy like Tyreek Hill? He just spread the ball. Wherever. I mean, he wasn't looking at one guy. I mean, yeah, Kelsey's probably going to be his top look, but Jesus, he was just, I, he looked in control of the game. I'm, I'm praying he keeps doing well since he's my quarterback in the Mega Bowl, but he's not going to throw five touchdowns every game. Right. Well, let, no. let's remember Cliff Kingsbury couldn't make it in college football. I, he's not going to make it in the pros. Right. And Clyde Edwards Alaire. Coach team. Yep. Clyde Edwards Alaire. He didn't look bad either. No, he looked good. Final game, Denver, Seattle. We kind of touched base on this one. Talked about it a little bit, but. Rashad Penny is a stud. What did he do? Balled out. He He had less than 10 points. Yeah, he had less than 10 10 points. The thing is, he needs to score. He's, I would say he's comparable to Damian Harris as far as his value, where he's not going to get much work in the passing game, and he's touchdown dependent. But if he gets a I, workload, I mean, he's a better running. He's a better. Penny Walker comes back. He, it's going to be a 50-50 split next week. And Walker's playing next week. As just said today, oh. going to be exciting. I think also Denver Javante Williams stopped the fifty-fifty split. I thought Melvin Gordon looked good, but Javante Williams. Yeah, he's a stud. Yeah. He, he's not also going to have eleven catches, twelve targets. I was going to say the dump That's off. That's not his day. happening, but. He should get Maybe. more. So, 
All right, that's it for our rapid fire. We're going to dig in or dive into the good, the bad, the ugly. I will start with the good. My good is if you invested in one of the top tier quarterbacks, you probably, it probably paid off. So if you invested in a quarterback, either the second, third, or fourth round, which would be like Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, I would say it paid off. It definitely paid off for me. Probably not the best strategy that going into the season that we thought, you know, drafting a quarterback that early, but I would say that definitely paid off. What's your guys is good. Go ahead, Eric. Um, my good was if you went wide receiver in the first round in probably the early part of the second round, you probably are very happy with your pick right now, unless you took Jonathan Taylor, Saquon or Deandre Swift, then, uh, your team's probably pretty stacked with, the likes of A.J. Brown, uh, Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, all them guys, they all performed like you were hoping they would. I agree. Jake? I'm going to go uh, Justin Jefferson for my good. Um, he's an he's a baller, um, absolute stud. Just completely tore up a Packers secondary that was supposed to be legitimate. I'd say uh, you should be happy if you ended up getting him in your draft 100 percent agree the number one player overall in dynasty and i think he could have been the number one player in ppr redraft this year now looking at it all right the bad i'm going to play off with the top tier quarterbacks in my good if you didn't invest in a top tier quarterback and you went with that next tier tom brady matthew stafford aaron Rodgers, joe burrow dak your week probably didn't look so good thinking that you know, in the long run, it might be a good investment, but week one, that second tier quarterbacks probably gave you a, a loss. Eric, what do you got? What's your bad? My bad was the LA Chargers. They're a loaded offense. Um, they won the game, but none of their guys performed. Keenan Allen, a top wide receiver for them, gets hurt. Mike Williams, the number two wide receiver, maybe even drafted before Keenan Allen had two catches for 10 yards. Like we just said, they spread the ball around too much. Even Eckler, who was arguably a top five running back, 14 carries 36 yards and had four catches for 36 yards. Um, I mean, unless you're a Justin Herbert owner, then you are not very happy with the way that it started for the chargers. Three Jake. Um, I'm going to go with my bad as Trey Lance. <clears throat> Say if you were expecting him to be this big, uh, big uh, fantasy stud, uh, I think you're you're in for a rude awakening. Um, I'd say you you probably should stash Jimmy on your team if you have Trey Lance. <laughs> I knew I'd get a you'd get a response out of Eric. All right, Eric and I had the same ugly, so I just switched last minute. My ugly is Chris Godwin and the way the Tampa Bay Buccaneers handled his situation. He wasn't ready. I mean, he got the ball right away, but he hasn't been in contact drills at all during preseason or any of the camps leading up to the game. And I did hear a stat today that one out of four wide receivers that come back from ACL injuries pull their hammy, hurt their hamstring kind of a, an alarming statistic. And of course I was kind of harping on, uh, well, pumping the chest for everybody that was drafting Chris Godwin so late. Cause I thought, Oh, this guy could be a top five, top 10 wide receiver and you're getting them late in the rounds. 
He's going to miss some time. And he's in, you yeah. know, hamstrings just don't go away. Like you, he's going to be out, I, I would say, multiple weeks. So It's not a full tear, though, is it? Didn't they no, say it's but, not as serious as they expected, which still it's it's bad enough. But I mean the minor the least severe is gonna be one to three weeks. Yep. I mean, if you're missing another three, four weeks in the mega bowl, that's five total weeks. When we have eleven games to get in the playoffs, that's a killer. So <laughs> can't do it. Right. Eric, what's your ugly? My ugly is the Cowboys offense. And it ain't getting any better because Dak's out now. Um they're the only team to not score a touchdown this week, which is pretty awful to think about with a, a couple of the weapons that they have on that team. But I guess the better side of the ugly side for the Cowboys is Cooper Rush did play one game last year against the Vikings, which they were not a very good defense, but he threw for three, over 300 yards. And his top two wide receivers both had 100, over 100 yards. So, I mean, I don't – think Cooper Rush is a good bridge quarterback, but if, if you are a Zeke owner, a Tony Pollard owner, um, C.D. Lamb owner, C.D. Lamb, are not very happy right now. Dalton yeah. Schultz will still get his because he'll be a good check. I still, yeah, I agree. Somebody but, has to catch the ball. Right. But, but oh, who knows who? I Maybe. Don't talk, I don't want to talk about the Cowboys. Eric, or uh, Jake, what's yours? Um, my, my ugly is rookie running backs. Um, not bad, just ugly. Uh, if you were uh, Damian Pierce, James Cook, Kenneth Walker, Brees Hall owner. Yeah, it was ugly. It doesn't look good. It'll get all right. They're going to, all these teams are easing their running backs into, into their offense. So it'll be okay. Just an ugly week. Right. One thing I kind of want to talk about with that, you know, these I wouldn't say star players, but these better players, you know, if they have a down week, like last week before the games even started, J.K. Dobbins was dropped by somebody in the Mega Bowl. How in the hell do you drop a fourth round guy that is going to be coming back in maybe next week, if not the week after? That is what kills the league because whoever's on the top of waiver just got loaded up some more, got a better talent. Don't drop these guys right away. Like any of these rookie running backs, these top running backs that, you know, Jake just mentioned, hold on to them. I know injuries happen. You got to create some room, but you're telling me these are the worst players on your team that you have to drop. Be smart. Probably not. Just trying to help you guys, but be smart. Yeah. All right. For our final segment of the show, we wanted to look ahead at week two at uh, each division and the matchups. And we wanted to highlight some of the top matchups that we felt uh, were important to highlight in each division. So I'll go for first. I'll start out in Jake's division, the Backstreet Boys division. There's only one matchup in this division that features two one and teams, and that is Fuzzy Elliott versus Wade Sheckler. Looking at the teams, I, you know, I wouldn't say they're dominant teams. Fuzzy Elliott has got Lamar Jackson, Damian Harris, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Justin Jefferson, which is going to carry his team but then he's also got cd lamb dk metcalf michael carter wade wilson chubb etn Diggs, aj brown doesn't sound too exciting uh not some uh, these neither of these teams were in our power rankings but hey they got the win last week it doesn't matter how you win just get the win it's the 2-1-0 teams eric what's your first highlighted matchup mine's gonna be the 98 degrees division 
Um, also, a tale of two one and zero teams. It's TJ Gorman versus Team Wedge. Um, the only thing that I can really see is TJ has Eli Mitchell, who's going on IR, and Team Wedge uh, started Chris Godwin last week. Um, so they're both going to have some adjustments to make, but neither of their teams, to me, looks great. <laughs> but they're both one and zero, and someone's going to be two and zero. So. Right. It's going to be a big matchup. I don't care if you have a bad team. If you start out 2-0, make something happen. Right. All right, Jake. Yeah, the first um, division that I'm going to highlight is boys to men. A matchup that I'm looking forward to is two 1-0 teams. Uh, one is password is taco. Interesting name. I don't know your mom gave you that name, but they scored the most points. I think they scored the most points in their in the boys to men uh, division last week um, against Nick Warner, a buddy of mine. Uh, I think this is going to be a very high scoring matchup. I think looking at some of their players they have in their teams and their matchups, I think that you're going to see um, two two of the highest scoring teams in the division in this matchup. I like it. All right. I'm going to dive into the new kids on the block division. I got a tale of David versus Goliath right here. The person sitting in first is playing the team in last in their division. I have Todd's Tebow's Todd Miller, who's in first place is playing Chris Bausch. Um, yeah, Chris Bausch, the 12 or the person sitting in 12 is favored to win this by far. Todd, who is in first place, he's got Jackson, Chubb, Sanders, uh, Jefferson. Jefferson seems to be on everybody's winning team, but he also has Kyle or Keenan Allen, which he's going to be, which will be hurting him. And then Bausch, he's got Rodgers, which who knows? He's going against the Bears. I'm rooting for the Bears in that game. So hopefully Rodgers doesn't do anything. Sorry, Chris Bausch. Penny, Eckler, Samuel, AJ Brown. So nothing too exciting, but I do like the tale of David versus Goliath. We could have a 2-0 team, or we could have an 0-2 team. So anything can happen. Eric? Yep, I got uh, the One Direction division. Um, the matchup I'm actually looking forward to seeing is Aaron Kaiser versus Raging Punt, which I believe is Kyle Hopman. Aaron Kaiser started out 0-1, but he's one of those teams that we highlighted that went wide receiver heavy with Allen Robinson, Brandon Ayuk, T. Higgins, C.D. Lamb, and Justin Jefferson. And also has Darren Waller as his tight end. So, like, a stacked team of wide receiver. Um, the problem is, is his best running back was Eli Mitchell, and he got hurt. So now all he has is Miles Sanders and Liam Hines. But that team on the other side of him and Kyle Hotman is pretty well stacked if he can find one more flex and, and make it to DeAndre Hopkins week. So, but that should be a good matchup versus a 1-0 versus an 0-1. Love it. Jake? Uh, next division I'm going to highlight is LFO. Summer girls are the kind I like. Um, this matchup would be Jesse Carnes versus Greg Schaefer. These were two of the top dogs last week in scoring. They're going to be facing off each other to prove who the, who the better person is, better team. Greg doesn't know shit, so Greg will probably lose. I hope he's listening to this. All right, I'm going to go into the O-Town division, and I have a battle of undefeateds. We have Parker, Dad, Bod, God, Jackarine versus 
a father-son duo who's tag teaming, owning this team, Tom and Brantley Holtzman. I did get a little slack today because I called out Parker last week thinking he had the worst team in his division, and I believe he's sitting in first, so he did let me have it a little bit, uh, taking the win after what I told him. But anyways, he has a chance to go 2-0. Parker, he has Mahomes, Javante Williams, Cooper Cup, um, Cordero, Cordero Patterson. We'll see if he can continue doing his rushing spree from last year versus Justin Herbert, Chubb, Clyde Edwards, Allaire, Diggs, Moore. So just another battle, the only battle or the only two undefeated teams playing each other in week two in this division. Eric. So my last division is the Jonas brothers and it is highlighted by one of the teams that was in our power rankings last week and Trent Davis, who started out 0-1. So thank you for making us look like fools. And he is playing the 16-year-old brother, Caden Hubbard of Derek. So um, that's correct, right, Derek? That is very much correct. Okay, because that still doesn't sound right. But anyways, um, Caden's fighting an uphill battle um, to be starting 0-2, but I think Trent Davis is probably going to walk away with this pretty easily, except he has Dak as his quarterback. So he needs to find a quarterback to play this week. Otherwise he's going to be starting in a hole right there facing against Lamar Jackson, but it's the battle of the own ones. You don't want to start. Oh, two. Right. Good luck, Caden. <laughs> Jake, what do you got? In sync division matchup that I'm, uh, going to be keeping an eye on is uh the Derek Hubbard versus Ryan Budden both these teams can go flat kite for all I care I'm hoping for about a 32 to 31 win for uh Ryan Budden in this Make one him sweat it out I uh didn't even know who I was playing this week so Ryan you know I root for everybody in the league except who I play Ryan I hope you suck this week and there's one more division Hanson division uh I didn't know what to choose. There wasn't very exciting this. So I chose Benton Rose versus Alex Ames. I felt like Alex had a really good team and Benton didn't, but Benton got the better or got the win. He's got Derek Carr, Eckler, Devo, Mike Evans. But Alex, he's kind of hurting. He's got Dak as his quarterback, Najee Harris as his running back. He also has Eli Mitchell. I want to see how he recovers. Oh, not to mention he has, I said Prescott, Harris, Mitchell, all somewhat hurt T Higgins concussion Chris Godwin out I want to see how he can recover from this mm. his team this could be a rough patch for Alex his brother is already having a rough patch not breaking 100 we might have the two Alex boys or the two Ains boys fighting for last place this year and who gets that license plate I wouldn't be any more tickled to see one of those two suck and lose <laughs> And it's, and speaking of sucking, I think Eric, Jake, and I owe those who were in the top 10 power rankings after week one an apology <laughs> because I'm pretty sure eight of the top 10, oh, we actually gave 11 teams because, no, 12 teams because two of them tied. Yep. 11 or 12. Pretty sure eight of them lost. And they lost badly. 
Eric, I think you're the only loss that was respectable. Hillary won. I won. And I think there was one more person that won. But Andy Richard, who we thought was the runaway favorite, got smoked. He's in the 104th so. place. I just looked it up. I, I, was, I was just wondering that. Yeah. So our power rankings from week one to week two, week two has all new people. It's just the way it goes. I mean, we, you could think your team is good on paper. We could think your team is good or bad on paper. And what the hell do we know? You know, anything can happen. Injuries are a killer. Like I just, I just listed off Alex Ames' team going into the season. I mean, that's a pretty respectable team and he's screwed. Alex, if you're listening to this, Alex, I know you listen to this podcast. Sorry, buddy. You're screwed. Good luck. So anything else you guys have? Anything you want to tell the listeners? No. Go, ahead and, go ahead and keep running with James Cook. He'll be all right. Keep it was also great to hear. Stick with Trey feed- Lance. <laughs> Ooh, no, don't do that. That's bad advice. <laughs> all right. That's it for episode seven of the Derek's Mega Bowl podcast. Please continue to provide your feedback and thoughts of each episode. Last week's episode was our highest viewed episode, and I received a lot of emails, a lot of feedback. People seem to enjoy hearing about the teams in our league, hearing what we think, who's good, who's bad. We'll continue to to provide or try to provide you guys great content. If you guys have any opinions, things that you think we should do, feel free to let me know. If you want to join the show, please let me know. Best of luck in week two, unless you're Ryan Button. I hope you suck. Until then. Everybody have a great week. Have a great week, too. As a wise man once said, word to your mother. See ya.